<laughs> Fuck that game. Like Josh, Josh is the one that sent the thing where a, a, a character was added, and I read it. And I'm just like, oh man, I'll never ma- miss an opportunity to shit on this fucking awful ass game. If there's someone out there that actually likes this game, my Twitter is at AlexLight23. <laughs> Go uh, shoot me a message. Let's talk about it. I want to know why the fuck you like this game. You know, go go follow me. Go go at me or something. Let, let's talk about it. I got to know. Why does someone like this fucking game? Please enlighten me, please. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Animan Plus. This is episode 19. I'm your host, Alex Light. Hopefully, everyone's having an absolutely phenomenal day, whatever day you're listening to this. Uh, I got Zach back in studio after a two-week hiatus. Zach, how are you? I'm doing good. We got some new pop filters. I think uh, it's going to make our audio sound a little bit better, you know, prevent from each of our mics picking up each other, you know, just overall quality of life improvement. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, And then I do have Josh here over the phone as normal. Josh, how are you today? I'm doing good. Ready to talk about some anime and manga news and all that good stuff? Yeah, I've been watching anime all day. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you've been watching anime all day. I am caught up, I think, on... up. Oh, no, that's right, because today was the day the new Dr. Stone came out. Yep, so I missed, missed the ball on that one again. Like I said, yeah. Dr. Stone was going to be a hit or miss for me. It's going to be a hit or miss at times if I'm going to be able to watch it or not just because of work. But uh, So we do have a lot of stuff on the slate today for news, a lot of different things to kind of touch on, talk about, and shit on in one particular case. Uh, our normal anime lineup, which like, like we've mentioned before, we're up to eight right now, which is pretty hype. We do have some series that are going to be filtered out here in the next um, like eight to ten weeks or so, give or take. Uh, we do have a Patreon topic today, uh, which the Patreon topic is uh, underrated series that we think people should check out. So we're going to be touching on that here later. And then our normal chapter reviews as well. One Piece was on a break this week, so no One Piece here to rate. Um, and then I do want to give a shout out for this upcoming week for the Weekly Shonen Jump. I noticed as part of the actual Weekly Shonen Jump, Deranged Detective is going to have a special chapter which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I have not personally caught up on Drange Detective, as people may have noticed if you've been listening for a while. That kind of got dropped off the show. Um, who knows? Might get added back. We'll see. Zach, have you been reading the uh, current murder case going on? Is it is it worth a shit? How's it going? Uh, I haven't read the last two chapters. Because it's like right now it's up to like five parts, right, for this one particular case? At the last time I read, yes, it was part three. As I said, I haven't read the last two okay. chapters. Well, so Maybe with it being as that many parts, you normally we only get like two to three part cases. This one's going up to five so far. If you go, it looks like it's going to go to six. Yeah, it might be actually worth the shit. I don't know. We'll, we'll check that out here soon. Um, so first and foremost, let me go through some uh, quick little hits. Um, so we just did a bonus cast here recently for My Hero uh, Academia Heroes Rising. If you guys have not checked that out, go check it out. Uh, we also did a spoiler cast for One Piece manga not too long ago as well. We have more spoiler casts and more bonus casts coming in the future. Um if you're in, if you like gaming, movies, TV, stuff like that, my podcast, Lighthearted, is a great place to go. We also have the Pokemon 25th anniversary special coming out in February, so make sure to look for that. Make sure to go follow us on our socials. Patreon's also a great way to support us if you want to uh, support us further. Um, and for the socials, let's not forget, Animan does have an official Twitter, at Animan Podcast, where Josh is the one that primarily posting. I'll post every once in a while. Uh, and we also have a lighthearted Twitter, uh, at lighthearted pod. So you can make sure to go follow us there to stay up to date for usually the latest news and just how we're feeling towards certain things kind of going on in the world. And one last thing before we go on that, 
wherever you may be listening to this podcast, if you will take a moment, please rate, comment, any like, whatever your podcast format allows. It yeah, does whatever help. whatever your platform allows. You know, any sort of ratings, uh, comments, anything like that would be greatly appreciated. We are in the works to get on YouTube. I know we've I've been saying this amongst the guys for a while. I think I've mentioned on the podcast a couple times, but we are in the works. Um, you know, I originally I was actually thinking about shadow dropping some episodes, but I pulled the plug on that because I didn't want to shadow drop it and then potentially not be able to keep to schedule, be just based on a few different things. So we are working to get over to YouTube as well, which is going to help uh, with, uh, you know, just commenting on the episodes and stuff, letting people react to it. But I mean, hey, yeah, Zach's right, though. We're on like 20 plus platforms. So anywhere you're listening, just uh, write us, do whatever you got to do, man. We greatly appreciate that. All right, so let's hop into the news. Let's go ahead and just kick things off with a bang because I will never miss an opportunity to shit on this fucking game. Let's talk about fucking Jump Force, that goddamn <laughs> awful fucking game, the anime Smash Brothers. Isn't it like two years old now? Or did it come out last year? No, it's two, 2018. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, 2018. Uh, so there was a new character recently added for free, a Bleach character. I don't, I don't even remember who it is. I don't fucking care either. Uh, she can turn into a cat. Do what? Oh, you're into a cat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that uh, that's right. I remember. I remember seeing it now through uh, just some scrolling I saw from Bondi. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about this game? Who the fuck's playing this game? Who gives a shit? Who care? Who cares? It's a free DLC. This game eats giant butt cheeks. No one likes this game. It's it's terrible. Yeah. You, know, you could you could give this game to me for free and it'd still be a waste. I mean, you're trashed on it pretty hard, and I must agree. It's not the greatest game out there, but. Some people like to eat ass, man. Uh, that's live fast, eat ass, am I right? But, uh, <laughs> but no, this game is so fucking bad. I mean, I guess props to Bondi for kind of sticking to what they wanted to do and put out the DLC characters they wanted to play. Because I remember when the game came out, they said that, oh, we have like 12 DLC characters lined up, which at the time I was like, all right, let's fucking go. You know, because at the time I was like, I was looking forward to this game. And then I got the game and I'm like, wow, this game sucks. Uh, Didn't even get to the... DLC characters. Nope, I didn't even get to the first DLC character. I dropped that game so goddamn quick. When you can beat someone like Sun Goku with Seto Kaiba, I'm not sure about this game anymore. Hey, all right, you know I, that sounds like an A plus game though. I'm not gonna lie. I, Josh, you would be the one to like this fucking game. Uh, I've never played it. I don't know. I will say one thing that I will continue to give credit to this game to. I will forever give credit to this game. Uh, you know, for for the most part, there are a couple characters that are iffy. The, the the models for the the actual anime characters they do look really good I will say that except for a couple Blackbeard your mouth is fucking atrocious just go die in a fucking hole um, whoever animated that you need to retire you're done um, that that is, Blackbeard's mouth in that game is horrendous all right now all the original characters who the fuck animated those you need to go retire you're done you're done you're never working on a game again because whoever did all the original characters like your character and all like the uh jump force originals y- y- you fucked up that looks horrible i don't know what you're doing i don't know what you're smoking you're smoking some good shit i guess um i will also give credit to the game for like the actual in battle animations the in battle animations do look pretty cool when you see fucking yugi busting out slifer it is a beautiful animation of the slifer just fucking blowing your dick off all right, but other than that, this game eats big cheeks. <laughs> this game is terrible. <laughs> Fuck that game. Like Josh, Josh is the one that sent the thing where a, a, a character was added, and I read it. And I'm just like, oh man, I'll never ma- miss an opportunity to shit on this fucking awful ass game. If there's someone out there that actually likes this game, 
My Twitter is at AlexLight23. <laughs> Go uh, shoot me a message. Let's talk about it. I want to know why the fuck you like this game. You know, go go follow me. Go go at me or something. Let, let's talk about it. I got to know. Why does someone like this fucking game? Please enlighten me, please. And, you know, it sucks. Because even... uh, when no, this game was coming out, me and Josh, we were talking about it. And, uh, you know, I remember, Josh, I remember telling you that if they don't, if they don't nail it on this, then this type of game is probably going to be shelved for a long time. All right. I remember telling you that because J stars victory versus, I think was the PS three version. That was actually a pretty decent game, but it didn't get a lot of like push here in the West. It did come out in the West, but it didn't get as much push as what we saw at a jump force. You know what I mean? So coming into jump force, man, if they didn't nail it, this type of game was going to be shelved and this type of game, the anime smash brothers, this is probably shelved now, which sucks because that, that type of thing has so much fucking potential. But man, did they fuck up? They, they they must they didn't have like the B or C squad fucking making this game. This is like the D squad. I think the, their downside here is that they went 3D fighter with it, which I mean, all the DBZ games are do all right as 3D fighters. But I think for something like that would be better in the Smash Brothers style of 2D. See, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's totally fair. And, I, and you know, I think that would have probably done pretty well with it because I think. Um, one of the previous uh, iterations of this type of game, the anime Smash Brothers, was the one on GameCube, Battle Stadium D.O.N. And I want to say that one was like a Smash Brothers 2D type of fighter. The D.O.N. being all the only characters were Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto. That never came over to the West. Uh, it was a game I always wanted to play. It looked cool. But that one was more like a 2D type of thing. You know, obviously when we got J-Star's Victory Versus, that was 3D. You know, they, hey, that was, they, they had some good... Uh, versions of these games on like the DS. The DS had a good version of this game that was 2D. I will say that. I never got to play it, but from everything I've seen about it, everyone fucking loves the game. It's held in high regard. So, yeah, maybe if they would have gone like a 2D route or something, it could have worked better. I still think the 3D could work as well. Honestly, man, just fucking just copy-paste what you kind of do with Xenoverse. Xenoverse is fun. I mean, come on. Xenoverse works, right? Just do something like that. Do something like what you did with Kakarot, you know? Like, hey... Even the Naruto Storm games aren't bad. Like, the fuck did you do, Bondi? You had a fucking golden egg and you you fucked up. Like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Fuck that Let's, game. I just want to throw out there the common denominator, though, is you like you like J-Stars, and it had Hitman Reborn. J-Stars was okay. J-Stars was okay. Let me stress Wait, this. It had, it had Hitman Reborn in it. It which did have, it okay did have Suna and Reborn as a playable character, yes. And then and then they dropped it and jumped for us, and you're like, fuck this game. How's that a common denominator? That's two games. Where's the other one? Okay, well, to be fair, <laughs> that's, that's the, it. the DS version did actually have Suna as well. Um, but no, like the fact is that it's just a dog shit ass game. Like J Star's Victory Versus, it was okay. I bear, I played it very lightly because it was just okay. Like I did not jump head head over heels for this fucking game. I know. I know. You played it for we. I was over there when you got it. We played it for a total of like four hours. Yeah, and that was it. And I think that was the only time that I was ever it. played it. Yeah, that was that was the much you played it. Yeah, which is really sad because I mean I would love to have like a fighting game where I could play with like Asta or like a hunter hunter character or something like that or Yu Yu Show character and it not be dog shit. Well, they had, we had an opportunity to jump force and they fucked it up. Yeah, and see the entire reason I even put this up there to begin with, so I was like, oh, if they're releasing DLC characters, think they'll put Jujutsu Kaisen in it to like revive the game and try to like make people buy it again there's no and Alex was like <laughs> Alex was like no one's that dumb <laughs> yeah there's no Bond I know the, the, the game is dead they're just finishing up with the DLCs like they said they were gonna do 
So, Josh wanted to start this one with a drama, with bringing this on to you and causing your drama. What do we think of the Promised Neverland drama and the stuff that's going on with it? Yeah, there is some Promised Neverland drama going on. Uh, I'm not personally watching uh, the new season of Promised Neverland. I have not read the manga. So, I can't even remember the name of the fucking character we're about to talk about. I want to say it's... Hugo or Hugo is that because you, you've seen Promised Neverland, right? Am I right on the? Or, I mean, I read it like when it originally ran, and I haven't touched it since. So my knowledge of the characters and everything is sort of uh, wided over at the moment. Okay, uh, well, there's a certain <clears throat> character, and he is apparently a very key character. And as it seems right now, the moment that would have had him introduced, he was not introduced. Uh, and the rumors are, and the rumors were going into this is that the studio completely wrote off the character completely. Um, Now, does that mean that he's wrote off and he's going to appear later? We'll see. Uh, But the word is that he has been completely written out. And like I said, this is a very key, important character. I wish I could remember the name for people. Should have done my homework on that. Bad host, my bad. Uh, But Zach, to give you an idea of when the character was introduced, just from the, the single pictures that I saw, the character was introduced when your pro tag and someone else walked into a room that had like a bunch of computer monitors and he's sitting like at a table with his feet propped up. He says, yo, something like that. Wait, they got rid of him. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He, that's the character. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Apparently he's been written off. Okay. Well, so Zach, that's what I'm talking about. He may not remember the name, but based on Zach's reaction, Zach's reaction is basically everyone else's reaction is why the fuck is this character not in the goddamn series? So there's a lot of drama going on about that. Like I said, could they introduce the character in another way? Yeah. But there has been some rumors that the studio just flat out wrote him out. But I will say that scene of where they walk into this room I'm referring to with the TV monitors or whatever, he was not there. He was not introduced, as he should have been. So we'll see what happens. A lot of people, from what I'm seeing on on Twitter and stuff, that watch Promised Neverland and really like it, they are not happy about this at all. Yeah, now that I vaguely remember which character you're talking about, it makes me curious how they're going to do a couple things now if he's not around. Yeah. So, I mean, I can think of one, maybe two characters who could do what he did. But, yeah, no, it would just be awkward. Yeah. See, that, that's basically the, the common common theme that I've, I've read about this is that it's just like, how is that going to work? So, I don't know. Like I said, they may reintroduce him in another way. But if you're a Promised Neverland fan and you haven't, like, started checking out the new series yet and you've read the manga, for example, just uh, watch out. May have some uh, some changes going on. We'll see. Uh, Sounds so, like it's going to be like a full model alchemist kind of thing. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, that, 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 that which is crazy be. because Promise Neverland's been over for a minute. Exactly, exactly. Which that that's that's what's wild about it. But yeah, you're right. It may, they may go like a, a full metal alchemist route. Which, for the record, I really like the full metal alchemist 2003 anime, even though it has you would. It, okay, it's not better than Brotherhood, but it do, it is a good anime. All right, it's good. I like the they original had a good story. Movie. I like the original story they went with. I thought it was good, at least in my opinion. I mean, I liked it too, but that was the only material I had. I didn't know the fuck manga existed at that time. True. I mean, even now, I still like the 2003 anime. I think it's good, personally. Um, all right, so let's talk about a, a reboot coming up because then it, it just it just brings more goddamn speculation. It's time to duel, Is everybody. The kid with the spiky, the spiky hair. Yeah. You guys remember that the opening? Who's the kid with the spiky hair? Show <laughs> Actually, I don't remember I that. Don't, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway dual masters is being song. rebooted okay what the fuck does everyone get a reboot now is this is this what 2021 is about because if so i want my i want my hitman reborn reboot let's get that going on please where the anime no, doesn't getting... have a 10 minute recap in the entire future arc that'd be great 
you know, we're getting metabots next. Yeah, get some metabots. You know, Josh, you want ultimate muscle? Let's get that up in here. I want metabots now. Let's get boba boba boba. Let's 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 keep keep it running, right? Like, who's all getting a fucking reboot? I mean, apparently every series that has a card game out there. Yeah, basically. I, I did some research on this. Duels, I think Duel, the last time Duel Masters actually had an anime, I think, was 2010. So it's about, you know, we're about 11 years now um, from when it last had a uh, had, an, had a series. And it's getting a reboot uh, called Duel Masters King. I don't give a fuck. I never cared for Duel Masters. I just thought it was news because like, we've seen so many other reboots pop up with, like, Shaman King, for example. We got Bleach coming back here soon. Uh, now, Duel Masters, I think there was a couple other, like, reboots for older shows. Like, I'm drawing a blank, but those are the three, like, returning or, you know, reboots we got coming. So, it, you know, it's this is the same speculation that I've had about, like, Shaman King and stuff is, like, this opens the door potentially for other series to also come back. You know what I found funny, though, just with all these card game-based series and whatnot over the years is it went from initially when we the animes came up and being like almost teenagers playing card games to actually now kids playing card games. Yeah, it has. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, for example, it's literally like twelve year old kids. And like they actually look like kids for once, mind you. And like Vanguard, I don't know if you ever touched on that. I with, remember it, yeah. With that, the initial one, I mean, there was the our main MC was a kid, but the other characters around him were like teenagers. And then as it's progressed, <laughs> it's sort of funny that they start there. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, man. This is what they do, but Hey, we'll we'll see if any more reboots come out though. Like I said, I'm I, I will continue to somewhat hold out hope for Hitman Reborn recap uh, re- reboot at some point. We'll see. Uh, I'll hold on to hope that hope. Um, so the Jitsu Kaisen manga uh, continuing to pop off. We kind of talked about last week that uh, this series is really just setting up slowly but surely to being a truly a legendary series for Shonen Jump. So you know the people over there at Jump are pretty pumped up. But the circulation jumps up by 5 million more in just 13 days. Now, eh, keep in mind, that's not what's sold. That's just what's out to sell. You know, but at the end of the day, Jump does have high hopes for Jitsu Kaisen, which is totally fair. I mean, it's fucking dominating right now all around the world. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what's going to continue to come out of this series. And, you know, one thing that I'm, I'm kind of curious about that we won't really hear about for a while or, you know, really even see for a while is how long is this series going to go on? Yeah, is this going to be a series kind of like a Demon Slayer situation where the creator ends it in 100 chapters or so because that's just the story they originally written? Granted, there's no word at all when the story is going to end, but that's just a question I have. Is this going to go the length of like a Naruto? Is this going to go the length of like a Bleach? You know, it's just, I don't know, curiosity. You know, I hope it goes on forever. I love it. Um, also, I wanted to say too, as soon as the, because uh, I read a thing that was like Jujutsu Kaisen was selling, selling really well, and then as soon as the anime hit, boom, the sales like tripled. Yeah. I mean, which isn't really surprising. I it's mean, not most... surprising at all, but like it's huge. It's getting huge. Yeah, it's I mean, already bigger than like Naruto and uh, My Hero Academia were at this point. As we said, it's a series that's a legendary one in the making. I can see it still going for on for several years. It honestly just depends on the author, especially with the story we have currently going on right now. There's, I mean, even just now with the chapter we got this week, they've left it open to go many different directions with it. Yeah, apparently this new arc starting off like really big. I've been reading people talking about it because we still v- know very little about the actual world of Jujutsu Kaisen. Very true. Very yeah. very true. Well, let's talk about 
Let's talk about awards. We had a lot of stuff going on in terms of awards and nominations and everything. We have a lot of different things going on yeah, with some different series. Uh, let's go ahead. Some awards. Yeah, let's talk about it, man. Let's kick things off right off the bat with the Demon Slayer movie. It was nominated for a Japanese award. Shout out to that. Um, which is not surprising. That thing has been fucking popping off in every way possible. Um, <clears throat> in a, uh, you know, some other things we got going on is Mashal. Shout out to, shout out to Mashal. Let's go. Wins the number three spot for the top 15 manga recommendations by a Japanese bookstore for 2021. The, the, Basically, the credentials is that the first volume had to come out in 2020. Shout out to that. Mashal is fantastic. But also, on the other side of that, let's talk about some other stuff that was, uh, you know, on the, the 2021 Manga Taisho Award list. Uh, Kaiju number eight, Spy Family, was on the list. Notable former winners is like B-Stars. Uh, no, no, uh, former notable nominees include like Attack on Titan, Seven Daily Sins, Chainsaw Man, and My Hero Academia. So, Kaiju number eight, Spy X Family, you know, they're both uh, up there at the top, you know, being in a really good company, honestly, as well as Mashal, even in good company there as well. Uh, just lots, me, uh, lots of good stuff going on with these different series. Yeah, let me let me take a minute to shit on this uh, the manga Taisho Award or whatever. Um, like, congrats to to Mashal. Like, out of all the, they, I think it was like a all the bookstores in Japan, like they all voted. Mashal came out number three. Like, congrats yeah. to that. But as far as this uh, Kaiju number eight inspired thing, like, I'm gonna say. Probably neither of them are going to win. No, because uh, uh, they've they've had some really really big ass stuff nominated, and it's usually stuff, stuff I've never heard of before. Like B Stars is the only one I've heard of. Hey, you know, it, would, it wouldn't shock They're, me if Kaiju won, though. I will say that. That's fair. I don't think Kaiju will. Though. I don't think it will either. But Kaiju's been like just <laughs> taking the world by storm, uh, and it just it just would not. Uh, shock me. Uh, and, you know, talking about Kaiju as well, there was a recently released list of the best-selling Volume 1s for 2020. Kaiju number 8 was the number 1. Shout out to that. Burn the Witch yeah. at 3. Mashal Volume 1 at number 7. And this is in terms of sales. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think Kaiju has the potential to win that manga uh, Taisho Award, but you're right. I mean, like, the winners are usually, like, a bunch of random shit that we've never heard of. But yeah, and Zach, Zach may have heard of some. I don't know. Yeah. As he just holds his hands up, like, we'll see. I was like, I never heard the results of any of the Tashio Awards, so yeah. But I mean, hey, you know, the you know the thing is though, with some of these series that we have going on that are brand new, kind of, uh, you know, you know, we, the future's looking pretty bright right now, at least for uh, a few different series and like Shonen Jump and stuff. Because Mashal's fantastic, love Mashal. Kaiju Number Eight, fantastic. Spy Family, fantastic. Um, yeah, so we, we've got some good stuff going on. I still want to check out Burn the even, Witch at some point as well. Yeah, I kind of feel like on Burn the Witch though, you might have to. I don't know. I guess you wouldn't have to read Bleach, but it takes place in like the same universe. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think you would need to. I don't think you would need to either. That's, Considering that's it's a completely different setting, I mean, maybe just it for is a completely some... different setting. I mean, it's the it's the like the London baseball society. I mean, before you even mentioned it a couple podcasts, I didn't even. Just looking at the characters and everything and just the description, I would have never guessed it had anything to do with Soul Society. That's perfectly fair. That's perfectly fair. Well, hopping over from there, let's talk about a couple of um, anime adaptations that are coming out uh, from Netflix. You know what has come out, speaking of Netflix? Uh, Sweet Home and the other one I can't remember off the top of me. The ones we talked about that were going live action. Shit, what was it? Uh, Sweet Home and uh, t- t- it was a webtoon, right? Yeah, they were both webtoons. <sighs> I'm drawing a blank. 
Well, while he's looking, I'll go ahead and say these real quick. Uh, we have uh, Kong Skull Island anime coming out for Netflix. We also have a Tomb Raider anime coming out. The Tomb Raider anime is going to be based on the game trilogy, the, the recent one that we've had over the past few years, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like the, what was it? What was what was the other one called, Zach? Do you remember like the Lost Raider? I think I don't remember. Uh, and then we. What, it was Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Rise Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Okay, yeah, it was those. Yeah, uh, we're going to get an anime based on that game trilogy. Shout out to Netflix, man, doing a lot of different stuff with video games as well. You know, they got a Sonic series, Resident Evil series on the way, a lot of different things going on, but we are, we are going to be getting anime for Kong Skull Island and uh, you know, Tomb Raider game trilogy. So shout out to that. That, movie, that may end up being pretty cool. Uh, then Zach's still yeah, looking Kong up. Yeah, Kong Skull Island uh, has Godzilla. Do what now? What? Are you uh, talking about your, your dumbass lizard? I mean, I was talking about the, the better one, but you're, you're dumb I was, ass no. lizard. A dumbass lizard, Godzilla, man, it's the best. Well, I'm not gonna find it right now because when I look for it, all I get is a bunch of webtoons that have become dramas. Oh, here it is. True Beauty was the other one. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Also, shout out to uh, another random webtoon that I randomly checked out. Uh, I think Sunday binge read all the latest chapters it's another like uh, it's it's another like feel good type of rom-com down to earth zach have you read that one i don't think i have it's a newer one it's only 52 chapters right now really yeah, i haven't yeah really good i would definitely recommend it if you just want like a, a good like feel good rom-com really really have been enjoying that read for anyone out there that's read it you know what i'm talking about we're having a good time there it's a good series um so I think that actually covers it for our news. I think our news is actually good for the week. Um, looking at it, yeah, we're good. We're good on news. Uh, unless you guys have something else you want to throw into the news before we hop over to other stuff. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Zach, you good? Yeah. All right. Uh, where, all right, where do you guys want to go? Do you guys want to hit the uh, the anime stuff, or do you want to hit that Patreon topic? I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Anime. All right. All right. Let's do the anime first. <laughs> Uh, All right. Got eight different series in the lineup. Let's kick things off with Black Clover 160. What'd you guys think? Yeah, it was good. I'm going to give it an A. <laughs> give it an A. Uh, uh, that's fair. You know, for what we were going to be getting out of it, I did think that it was going to be, I guess, like a lot like more hype, you know, in terms of like animation. It was still a good episode. Like, I enjoyed the episode thoroughly, but like, I don't know, I thought we'd get something a little bit better. But And that's sort of why my thoughts are, I mean, I enjoyed the episode when I watched it and everything and I come to realize that I apparently slept through 159. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because when it was doing the recap and showing them fighting the in the Golden Dawn space and, you know, showing up in the end, I was like, I remember this in the manga. I don't remember watching any of this. <laughs> okay, Where the hell okay. was I last week? <laughs> yeah, I guess you were out of it for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it was it was it was a good episode. Yeah, it was good. Uh, but I don't know. I just figured with I figured we'd get something a little bit more hype for it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it though. Uh, Josh, what did you think of One Piece? Uh, Nine fifty nine. Um, I mean, it was good. Not a lot happened. It was just you know the beginning of Act Three. Um, right before they introduced. Odin's backstory, so you know, not a lot happened, but I mean, it was, it was an alright episode. The last two were better, in my opinion, but dope, dope. Is what it is. I'm looking forward to when they when when we're about to actually really dive in fully to that Odin backstory here in like this next That's, episode. That is the uh, next episode. Yeah, pretty hype. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm I, there's a there's a lot of different things about that backstory that I'm looking forward to seeing animated, as I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, most uh, definitely. What about Jitsu Kaisen 15? This was the Best episode of the week, at least the stuff I watch. Okay, it was, it was, 
10 out of 10. It was a really good episode. This yeah. was a fantastic episode. Getting to see that first interaction between Itadori and Toto. And seeing Toto's fucking hallucination animated was great. It <laughs> yeah, was. It was It was fantastic. Just even reading it, that was great. And just seeing it actual, actually animated and just the ridiculous that is apparently Toto's mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it was great. I also want to give a special shout out to the last episode. Josh, you were so right about... Uh, you know, Itadori's uh, reappearance to the show in front of all of his friends, that was fucking hysterical. It was. I, I missed the episode last week, so I did catch up. So the overall, 14 and 15, that was just a really good watch for me because 15 was so good with the interaction of Big Brother and everything. I loved it. Also, I didn't realize at that point they actually showed off uh, Toto's ability then because in the manga, I guess it was just like a single panel, so I didn't even realize what happened. Yeah. I agree, though. That was a really good episode to... this week. Also, shout out to Toto's, like, the name for his ability, Boogie Woogie. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing news on when uh, um, Season 2 will go on for Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, we won't hear it for a little bit, but I'm looking forward to hearing when Season 2 is going to go down. I would guess either winter of this year or... Um... Oh uh, no! I technically the last airing season is technically fall season, isn't it? Or do we? Yeah, I think I think the yeah. last I think it's fall. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would say either fall then last airing season this year, fall or uh, fall or late, winter twenty twenty two. Late winter, yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be about the same as it was this year, though. It came out in about like Novemberish. Yeah, it's like November yeah. or December. I don't remember which. Uh, I think I think the same. Anyway, continue. Zach, what did you think of Dragon <laughs> Quest, episode 16? It was an interesting episode. It was a single training episode for them to combat uh, Flazard, the general they're currently fighting, and meeting a mage who traveled with the Heroes Party, who's a giant perv. And he gives Pop the kick in the ass that Pop's always needed to be a useful character. <laughs> The constant hate on Pop. I love it. I love hearing it every week, honestly. <laughs> this guy literally takes Pop back to the starting village of the series and just shows him a couple things. I'm like, all right, you shit. I'm going to go back. If you can get there, all right. If not, eh, you can go die. <laughs> and peace is out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. I love I like I still haven't obviously caught up on the anime. That's very it's a meme for this show. But I really do I actually really do love every week. I look forward to hearing like in my head I'm like all right, what did Pop do this time? I look forward <laughs> to it every week. I really do. I really do cuz it's like not only cuz like not only do I look forward to it because like it's just funny, but it's also because I see the same hatred online. Like when I'm just scrolling through Twitter, there are people that have me watching this. Everyone's just like, "Yeah, fuck Pop. Pop's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if this is the initial uh, feeling the author wanted for Pop, but if it was, he did a fantastic job. Uh. If he didn't, I'm sorry, Ryder, you fucked up somewhere. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I want to know that. I want you guys to know that uh, I knew nothing about Dragon Quest, and I eventually had to look up Pop, and he looks just as useless as you described. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, what'd you guys think of Yashihime episode sixteen? I was hoping was, for more. Yeah. You know, to tell the truth, I watched this. It was actually the last thing I watched today. And uh, I felt like it went by super fast. 
I mean, I it, it did. I did too. That's why I was honestly hoping for a lot more than what we got. I agree. Yeah. Going into it, you know, best girl episode and all, I was hoping for a lot better. But yeah, I I was too, and I was also confused on that like the fighting pit thing because if my memory serves me correctly, uh, in the original Inuasha, that was only for Naraku to just absorb those demons in the first place. Well, so I, mean, I didn't. I didn't know if that was like a, a regular thing. I mean, I could see it as a regular thing because I would guess what it gets its initial thing is from. I don't remember if it's a folk tale or just a, a idiom of some sorts in Japan. It's a thing of um, you stick a hundred poisonous insects in a jar, and the one that survives is considered the strongest and the most poisonous. It's the most something to get them ideally the strongest poison possible, and that's yeah. more or less what it was. Yeah. So, That's I mean, and the time in the first one was probably just a plot device for Naraku to get powerful. In this case, it's just something that the demons do. Yeah. That's fair. That's the only, like, beef I had with it. But, yeah, other than that, like, I watched it and, like, I literally looked up and I was like, oh, shit, it's over. Hmm. Like, it just, I don't know. It didn't feel like a lot. I, I agree. It didn't feel like a lot. Um, Could have done better with it. But it is what it is, right? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we are getting closer and closer to the, uh, I, I don't know if I should say series or season, but the finale of what we've got going on for Yajihime. So I guess we'll see the things continue to play out. Still shout out to that kick-ass opening though. That's for sure. Um, yeah, Josh, right. the next two are is set up for you. What'd you think of attack on Titan 66? And then after let that, me what'd tell you, you think of uh Dr. Stone season two, episode three, what you got going on for both let, of those? Let me tell you. This is how I started out my morning with Attack on Titan 66. And oh my God, it was so fucking good. That's probably why everything else pale with comparison. It was like the best episode so far. Like we got Aaron just like taking down the fucking uh, Warhammer Titan. Like Levi comes in being a badass, takes out the Beast Titan. Like they incapacitate the Jaw Titan. And like Aaron just like starts beating the shit out of it. And like Armin comes in as the Colossal Titan just like blows up the fucking Navy. It was such a fucking good episode. 10 out of 10. That sounds pretty high. Like, yeah, no, it was super hype. I was like sitting on the couch all morning going like, bro, this is so fucking cool. Levi's a goddamn badass. That's the common theme of Attack on Titan is Levi's a fucking badass. Yeah. Is it bad when you ever said he took out the Navy? All I could think is, in the Navy. Ah! <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Like how it went was like, Armin was just in the boat and this dude was like, hey, you, you shouldn't be in that boat. It's kind of dangerous out here. And you just looked up and you see a big, big ass explosion. Like it was all chill before that. Yeah, no, it was a, it was an awesome episode. Like, I mean, there you could tell the CG in it, but I'm not, I don't have a beef with the CG in it. It is what it is. As far as Doctor Stone, Doctor Stone was actually really good. Um, it wasn't a lot that happened. Um, it was basically, I can't remember Senku's friend, but Sounds they find like the Dr. phone Stone. and like tied you. They're uh. Taiju. Taiju. Oh, Taiju, yeah. I, uh, you got I can't remember the girl's name. Um, yeah, it's, it's something along the way, but yeah, it is Taiju. Um, they find the phone, they're like, mm-hmm. their mission is to like turn uh, somebody over, and so like they do the, um, what's the idol's voice? Mary Weinberg? Or Lillian Weinberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was drawing a blank. I couldn't remember the idol's. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. So it was actually really funny, like that that kind of exchange. I mean, all in all, it was a good episode. I'm still waiting for it to, like, you know, really kind of take up. It will soon. I it mean, it's soon. only eleven episodes, so yeah, it will very. You don't have to wait true. long. 
I mean, it's 11 episodes and we're three in, so that it just, it just keeps making me nervous. Like, yes, this was a really good episode compared to the last episode, but at the same time, like, it's Stone Wars and not nothing wars. So That's I'm waiting, I'm waiting well, for the build up. But it was a good episode, all. I, I will say, don't expect like some full blown like war that you would see in like Naruto or anything. But we do, we do. Oh, get no, a lot no, no, of, no, yeah, no. we do get a lot of we do get a lot of stuff that happens though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting like a big ass Naruto war, or even like just the action episode of Attack on Titan that just happened. Right. Like, I'm not expecting anything huge like that. I'm just, you know, I do have hopes though. In so far, I, I definitely think that you will like the conclusion of the season. I will, I'll, I'll tell you that. Just knowing what I know from reading it, I, I think you'll like how everything planet plays out. That's good. That's good. Um, next up, we got uh, Seven Deadly Sins, uh, season four, episode three. Uh, really good episode. And you know, the first thing I want to say is. The anime, the animation's definitely improved from what I saw from uh, season three. Uh, now, granted, season three or you know season four here in the West on Netflix is uh, apparently better than what I got to watch. I was watching the TV version; it was horrible for season three, and um, this is definitely better. Uh, you know, there are a cu- couple things I want to say that I wish, I wish they would go all out with Seven Daily Sins like they did with the first two seasons. I really do. Uh, because in this episode, we got another uh, moment of the one, which is awesome. Love the one mode. One mode is legit. Uh, but it wasn't like as, you know, as epic as you would hope it would be. It was still a super ec- epic moment. Once you start hearing the music playing, you knew Eskinor is about to go the one mode. And you knew shit was about to get real. But it was a great episode because this was a Zeldris backstory episode. So people kind of got to see more into where Zeldris stands on this entire thing. Which is which was one of my favorite parts reading through the manga initially was learning about um, like where his heart lies, why he is actually supporting Meliodas. And it also finally gives you the dialogue between Meliodas and Zeldris that was hinted at in the last season where Meliodas like, you know, held his arm, held Zeldris arm behind his back and whispered in his ear and you didn't hear what he said. Uh, You actually get that dialogue Uh, just for, just for to keep things spoiler free here, since I'm obviously just watching this bootleg online because it's not coming over here for a while, I won't obviously give the full spoilers there. But it was just overall a good episode of the Zelda's backstory. Really enjoyed it, man. Really looking forward to seeing the rest of the season play. I've actually went back to the manga now, and I've act- and just started doing skim throughs, just to get kind of a refresh of what's to come. Lots of great stuff to come. One of my favorite parts about this episode as well is. Uh, the 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 Meliodas um, the Zeldris backstory all came from Meliodas, so it was a moment of Meliodas telling Bon and um, and Wild of basically why Zeldris hates his older brother. Why Meliodas basically saying, "Yeah, I'm kind of a piece of shit older brother. That's on me. You know, my bad. Oops." So that that was kind of a nice part of the episode. Um, all right, so let's go over from there. Let's do the Patreon topic. And then we will hit our chapter reviews for the week. Um, so the Patreon topic, again, is an underrated series or series um, that we think people should check out. Uh, Josh has already said that he's basically out of this. He said that yeah, uh, yeah. to us earlier. Off, off Just gonna, full, full disclosure, yeah, I'm not going to be on this conversation because I don't watch any. I, everything I watch is popular. I'm a basic bitch. You know, hey, you like what you like. Am I right? Uh, I, I will sure. say for that. Just for for the listeners to know, it's very fucking hard to get Josh to watch new shit. It took me like almost two years to get this dude to finally watch Rising the Shield Hero. 
and now he fucking True. loves it. <laughs> and like, I just started watching Attack on Titan this month. Yeah, like it's so hard to get this dude to check out stuff. And then he's been continuing with the Food Wars after he's missed the train for the Food Wars hype. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey. And I literally just jumped on the ReZero hype. So Hey, he's I mean, getting there though. Josh, you're getting there. You're you're opening yeah. you're opening your doors here. Uh that's and, fair. But uh, Zach, do you want to start off? What are you know? Because you have a lot more than me. We we know that. I think the listeners know that just from you talking about your top five favorite arcs and just talking about different things that you've mentioned. You are very clearly more versed in anime than 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 me or Josh combined. So, what are some underrated series for you? One of the first one I think I can think of is in all of these series are a couple. Actually, a few of them might be a decade old now. Um, one I can think of is a series called Kiba. Just K-I-B-A, like the Naruto character. And it was an interesting series because it was had that monster tamer feel. So the main one that we all can think of is Pokemon. Right. And this was an interesting monster tamer series that was just out there amongst everything else, and which you don't see a lot of monster tamer series at all. I mean, I think the big ones that I can think of off the top of the head that people are know is Pokemon, Digimon's technically slightly Monster Tamer, and then uh, Monster Rancher. Yeah, Monster Rancher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiba was an interesting because it was actually also, it wasn't just a Monster Tamer, it was actually an Isekai, too. Because <laughs> our initial character, he gets pulled from his sort of, I guess it technically was a dystopian world, but it, was, it wasn't full dystopia. He gets pulled from his world and taken to this almost dark ages world and has a gemstone which is infused to his hand which everyone has and that's what they use to store the creatures they capture in and resides in there and it's it's more or less an isekai drama where they're monster tamers instead of having like predisposition battles like we're used to seeing in monster tamers the monsters were less just an extension of them and used as a weapon I mean some people did get were took care of them and whatnot, but it was very much a more or less monster tamer series where the monsters were used solely as uh, creatures of battling and not necessarily for companionship. You got you saw that a bit in the series, but it was definitely a different look at monster taming series and whatnot at the time, considering the series that most people can think of know is you see the monsters more or less as companions more than anything. So it was definitely a different look at monster taming and just monster taming series in general since there's not a whole lot out there. No, there's really not, you're right. Uh, another one I can think of is Get Backers. And this was, this also came in like the mid 2000s. It was out at the same time as series like um, Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, uh, Bebop. And it sort of has that feel of those because it starts with our two main characters, Gin and Bon, who are Get Backers. And they more or less, they're just freelance guys who go and do whatever job comes at their way. And they have supernatural powers. Bon is an elect, can control electricity through his body and use it to fight. Gin, he has mystical eyes that causes people who he catches, who looks in his eyesight to have hallucinations. And it's just, the first half of the series is mostly them just doing rant, just jobs they get and trying to pay off their debt they have because they're poor as shit and they can barely even afford to order a slice of pizza. <laughs> and it involves them getting involved with a case that becomes a big thing and whatnot. And then the second half is actually about Bond's backstory. And apparently Bond comes from this tower where a bunch of powered people reside in. And it's a more or less a survival of the fittest kind of environment. Whoever's the king is at the top of the tower and can command and do whatever the hell he wants. 
And apparently Bond was there and then left. And now the crew that was there is, I can't remember entirely the story, but it come to off him because you don't just leave that life. You get killed in that life. <laughs> and just the story going with there. So it's a very good series, especially if you like those series that I named off, like Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. and Yasha, things like that. It has that very similar feel to them. Right, right. And then also another series I can think of, Sadie Hunter, older one. It also has oh, f- yeah. That is an older one. Yes, yeah. yes. It, that, it also has that the first season's set of episodes from that has a very City Hunter feel to me. Okay. And Joe Osei. That's a series that I really like. It's very much... How do I describe it very well? Because it's a pretty, it's a very shorter series. The other two series are both fifty-two episodes long. This one was only a twelve-episode series, and just watching the, it's a good series because the main character, more or less, him and his brother get abandoned on this planet because someone tried to kill his family and they failed. He survives on this planet. And just seeing this character's life from child on this very dangerous, aggressive planet where you have to fight to live to him becoming the Joe Osei, more or less the king of this planet, and just seeing his progression from a child to an adult to the end of the series where... Yeah, I'm going to leave that out because that's a bit of a spoiler for that series. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, and like as, as I said, you know, Zach, he's very well-versed. So if you want to really check out some underrated series, that listen to everything he just said because he's very well-versed in anime, a lot more than me and Josh combined. Uh, you know, some for me... I, I've got a couple that, you know, I see for me, everything that I have, like they're all you've heard of, you know, but like someone may have not have checked it out, for example. Uh, so there's this one, all right. There's, you know, it's all about this kid. He doesn't have his parents, you know, he's got, uh, you know, the, he lives in this village. The whole, the whole village hates him. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm obviously kidding. I'm obviously kidding. Um, I'm obviously joking. All right. So real talk. All right. Let me go ahead and just get this first one out of the way. I've talked about this series so fucking much. So it, with this topic, I think both the guys should have probably seen this is at least one that I'm going to mention. But I'll go ahead and say it. It's underrated because it never came over here. Hitman Reborn. Go watch Hitman Reborn. Or better yet, just go read it. Reading it's the much better experience. Hitman Reborn is fantastic. Probably my favorite series of all time. All right. Now I'll jump from there because I'll talk about that series so much as it is. Um, now this is... I, I consider this series underrated. Because even though its main overarching series is by no means underrated, I would argue, and I will argue, that this series could be considered underrated. And that is actually uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Arc V. Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V is actually really fucking good. Obviously, Yu-Gi-Oh! is massive. No one can you know, can argue that. But Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V, like, I would, in my opinion, at least from what I saw growing up, people kind of started getting off the anime after GX ended, at least in my opinion, from everything that I saw. 5Ds kind of got shafted a little bit, which and that's another one. 5Ds is phenomenal. You know, everyone kind of shafted that one. I, I, I've i watched a little bit of Zexel. Zexel's garbage, in my opinion. That's my opinion, though. But Arc V is actually really, really fucking good. If you haven't checked it out and you want, like, a good Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, definitely recommend Arc V. Um, this is kind of a random one, uh, but if and this is not underrated. I just want to give it a special shout-out here. Digimon Tamers. Everyone probably watched it back in the day, but if you have not watched it since you were a kid, I definitely, definitely recommend rewatching it. I actually watched it last year in I summer. Like, I watched it like two years ago. Can you not agree that shit is dark as fuck? It is a much darker it is when, so you, dark, when you have dude. full context because yes. like 
just speaking on that, like when I was watching, I was like, these episodes are like really short compared to what I remember yep. and just everything. Cause it's actually a very fast paced series. And then, yeah, as it progresses into the series, yeah, no, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, that a lot darker than you remember as a kid. That and uh, Frontier. The Frontier one after, is phenomenal. The one I after love, it. I love Frontier. That's another one to check out Front, as well. Frontier was definitely another sort of eye-opener of things with more context in life. Yeah, that's one, like, that's, like, all right, now, in terms of, like, the Arc V and the 5Ds, whatever, like, like I said, I feel like everyone kind of jumped off the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime when those came out, especially Arc V. I mean, I've watched some of the, the English stuff of Arc V. It is fucking horrible. Like, oh, my God. So I can definitely see how people maybe have never checked out Arc V. In Digimon Tamers and Frontier's case, I feel like a lot of us watched it when we were younger. All I'm saying is, for the underrated aspect of it, is just go rewatch it as an adult so you have full context of stuff. Because I'm telling you, like, especially Tamers, it is dark as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tamers is real bad. <laughs> Dude, it is dark. Like, definitely go check that out. Uh, some others, though, you know, I've mentioned this uh, series before. Uh, it was a runner. It was a runner up, notable mention for like my favorite arcs. But, you know, it's not really underrated, but it does definitely have like a cult following. We actually just mentioned this before we started, but uh, Mirror Nikki, uh, Future Diary, uh, 24 episodes, great series. I absolutely love it so much. Uh, wouldn't necessarily call it underrated. I would and wouldn't. You know, it has its cult following. I think that's a great way to put it for that series. Uh, definitely will not recommend Mysterious Girlfriend X. That series is fucking garbage. <laughs> fuck that goddamn... Fuck you, John, also. I'm going to clip this and send it to you, John. Go fuck yourself. That series sucks ass. Um, Paranora Agent, if you guys remember that one, that used to come on Adult Swim back in the day. Uh, it's only like 12 episodes. Uh, it's a good little series. I enjoyed that one. Um, I don't remember much about this series, and I always forget that it's a series. But whenever I remember it, I always remember it very fondly, and that's Big O. We've mentioned it here on the show before. I don't remember much about Big O, but I remember liking it. I, Big O was a good time. I mean, Big O, Big o was even one of those series, even for us, when it came on Adult Sim. It came on very rarely. Yeah, it did. It did. And literally, it was just all I mostly remember from Big O, because uh, I don't. I actually haven't found it in a while. I need to actually probably purchase that one, is just a dude in a suit rolls up with his big old mecha, and wrecks whatever's in the way. Yeah, and he's got his lady with him. <laughs> yeah, just having a great fucking time. <laughs> uh, I will uh, that one series that I did think of for this, uh, and this is kind of one that is, in my opinion, would truly be considered underrated. Probably not a lot of people have heard of. It's called Demon King Diamoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know the series I'm talking about. Hey, Demon King is pretty good though. I mean, it was an enjoyable ride. It was funny. That shit, that series was fucking troll as hell. It's so funny. It tries to be an action series, and all it is is a fucking rom com. That is all it is, dude. It's hilarious. It is absolutely hysterical. Me, me, Jared, and John sat there all night and watched all twelve episodes, and it was just a fucking hilarious. That is time. literally just a teenager's wet dream show. Basically. That is literally all it is. Yeah, it was funny. It was a good time. It was hilarious, dude. Um, and I'll give one last uh, special shout out. Um, this is another series that uh, I would definitely has a cult following. Uh, in terms of like the cult following ones I mentioned, Future Diary and this one, Future Diary is definitely more popular by a landslide, in my opinion, of this series. But I've mentioned this series before. My favorite arcs, uh, Akamiya Kill. Fantastic series. I love the manga as well. The original, ver- the original Akamiya Kill, because I know they had like, they have like one currently ongoing right now, as well as uh, one that's a second like sequel that already happens um, that concluded. But the original I have not checked out, but the original Akamiya Kill, the manga or the anime, both are fantastic. The manga is a lot darker though. The manga's got a lot of fucked up shit in it, like a lot of fucked up shit. But I would say that's my list though. 
kind of you know yeah. not as complete no names like yours. Yours are like ones that I've never even heard of. Mine mine are ones that people have probably heard of. They just said fuck it, didn't want to check it out. I'm gonna just shout out one thing because you saying Aquaman Kill made me remember something. You don't even have to watch the series. It's called Inu Inuboku. Literally, go to YouTube and look up Inuboku S and M song. Bet. It's just a great sing along thing in a series that really didn't need this, but it's just a great moment. Just if you have the time, go check that out. It'll open your eyes to just the ridiculous that is animes at times. Bet I'll do that. See if I knew I can make guy kill was on here. I could have been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go kill. Like that's underrated. But hey, I was looking at lists of underrated animes. And I actually have seen one that people think is underrated. So okay. Space Dandy. I forgot about Space Dandy. I mean, I thought Space of Space Dandy, and I could, I would consider it underrated, but it's not something I would suggest to people personally. I mean, it's not a bad I mean, series. I enjoyed it. It was funny. I've got one it fan was. that is a diehard fan of Space Dandy and would will fight to the death over that series. Yeah, I mean, it, for what it was, it was a really good show. So, hey, I got one. Ah, I got there you one, go. Everybody. There you go. Good job, Josh. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Well, that was the Patreon topic from Jared for the month. Uh, Jared, I think you still got a question. I'm not sure, though. I mean, wasn't that the January topic? Yeah, that was the January topic. So, Jared, you got like a week to think of a new one for February. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I mean, also, keep in mind, he could just give the topic over to Lighthearted. Who knows? Yeah, he switches them up every once in a while. One of my favorite topics that he's ever given us was easily the topic of what me and Nick thought of Ash's creation and the potential of it. That was such a good thing to look into i enjoyed that completely ash's creation new mmo coming out uh the beta i think potentially coming out late this year um or that I, I think it's in alpha now and man that was such a good set of time i had watching videos on that game that game looks phenomenal so that was a great topic um all right let's hop over to our uh, chapter ratings for the week uh kicking things off with weekly shonen jump like i said no one piece for this current lineup uh, we do have My Hero Academia, 298. What would you guys rate it? Mm, like Six. a seven. Six and seven, okay. Um, yeah. I would give it, me personally, I'd give it an eight, and it all comes back to the the the, the continued development that we continue to see between Bako and Deku's friendship. I, I love that. Bako's my favorite character. I mean, so I love seeing that further development between it. Uh, lo- love seeing that stuff. Uh, what would you guys think of Black Clover, uh, 279? Uh, I'll give that one an eight. I'll give it a seven. I think I'll give it a seven as well. I think, I think, I, I think seven was my rating, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Maybe eight's a, too high. Maybe seven. Not a whole lot actually happened, but we had pretty hyped of what's going on in the current setting. Yeah. But, I mean, it, yeah. was, it was mostly just people standing around and staring. Yeah, um, you know, we got uh, two notable reveals in the chapter, you know, one with uh, the scientist guy, whatever, and then um, the obviously the end one. So uh, I think a seven, but I mean, I think future chapters are going to be like potentially be like an eight or a nine. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going to stop giving chapter ratings high rate or chapters high ratings based on the very last panel. Okay, see, <laughs> I, I can't do that. If the last panel is mega hype, it's getting a high rating out of me, man. I, I'm a sucker for hype, so you do well, you, see, man, that, but I, I've, I have no choice. <laughs> that new form was cool, and I was like eight, and then I started to remember the rest of the chapter, and I was like, uh, seven's about right. You guys are right. right. You were giving this eight based on the form, not because of the last thing it shows? <laughs> 
I honestly thought I like you were giving it an eight. It cool. I thought I just like thought you were giving it an eight because of the last thing we see right at the yeah, end. Yeah, I thought you were giving it an eight for the panel. Yeah, the last panel. Uh, let me see what the last panel is. He doesn't even remember what the last panel is. It was the it two. Was like it the was the first... two new enemies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that too. Man, I read that on a day I had to work for ten hours. So that's fair. Cut me some slack. Hey, hey, I will cut you some slack because here's a fun fact: <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Dr. Stone, Mashal, Phantom Seer, I just read today. I forgot I didn't read. (laughs) (laughs) I got on the app to read the new Kaiju, and I saw under my continue reading all four of those series. I'm like, oh, fuck, I never read these. I forgot. I was distracted Sunday, man. I was reading other styles. I I binge read Down to Earth, and then I was doing other stuff. So that's It's all good. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, yeah, Jitsu Kaisen, 135. What would you guys rate it? Nine. Okay. Got a lot of information. It was a really good chapter. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Not a lot of action, but it was, it was still good. Nothing wrong with I'm information gonna, chapters. I'm gonna say eight. I think eight's probably mine as well. What there about, you go. Just give low, low rating. What? <laughs> we already know I give low ratings. Yeah, that's that's his <laughs> trademark. I mean, if anything, I'm the one that gives higher ratings at times. Uh, I mean, technically, we don't really give any low ratings. We, I don't think we've ever rated anything lower than like a five. I, yeah, I think a five is like, may, I don't know. Have I've we, given a three. I think, yeah, I think he's given a three. I might have given a four or a three on a chainsaw man chapter. Yeah, no, you've given at least a four, I know, with me on a chainsaw. Yeah, I think, yeah, so I think that's probably the lowest we've gone. Yeah, we've never, we've. Okay. I mean, because everything that we're reading, we like, you know. Now, if, true. If, if I was reading Maury King, I'd be getting like ones and twos out of the ass. <laughs> I mean, let's go. But... You know, everything that we're, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, once we uh, have like a new series, you know, which speaking of, I didn't add to the thing. We have Elusive Samurai. That came out. I was I was going to say something about yeah. it eventually. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'll write that one here in a minute. Did you read it? Yeah. Josh, did you read it? No. I couldn't finish it. Okay. Well, hey, he started it. So, all right. So we'll write that one here, here in a minute as well. But yeah, I mean, if it, we, I'll, I'll always check out like a new series for the most part. And if I don't like it, I'll obviously give it a low rating then. But everything else that's on our normal lineup we like. So it's not a big deal. Uh, what about Dr. Stone 182 with all of the context that you have? <laughs> I mean, sex. Uh, I, would, I would agree because it's one of those things where at this point, man, it's like, you, you know, even with the little context that you have, I want to say that from the point that you've been reading up to this point, like, have you seen a change when it comes to acquiring something? It happens instantly now instead yeah. of a couple chapters. So it's like in this chapter, you know, I'll go ahead and say I, I don't give a shred of a fuck. I mean, if you're still here, then maybe you like manga as well. But like the whole acquirement they're trying to get is a diamond. It's like, we're going to get a diamond. This We're going to make a diamond. And everyone's like, the fuck? And then they, they make it like at the snap of a finger before the chapter's over. And I'm like, that this is kind of fucking And here's stupid. the thing that I forgot. They're doing this all through telegraphs. Yeah. Like this, like this is this was kind of fucking stupid. I agree. I'd probably say like a six. Uh, I think a six. I'd even maybe say a five. I mean, so there you go, Josh. Get a low rating. <laughs> like, right, look, I said it before. When Doctor Stone is good, Doctor Stone is fucking good. But when it's bad, it's bad. I mean, I've honestly yet to see a truly good since I started reading. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough recently. We we we've passed a lot of good shit. It's been rough recently. But hey, at least you mm-hmm. found your spirit animal. I mean, the best thing, yeah, I found my spirit animal at Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got that going on. All right, next up we have Yours of Core Family, chapter 67. Um, I would probably give this one an eight. The mission has finally started. We've had this massive buildup for weeks, them preparing for this huge mission. 
uh, I wish I could talk about the mission more because, man, dude, the the it's like the it's like a two part mission, right? You have one, you have the main mission that everyone knows, but then you have a, an underlying secret mission that only our protag and the eldest brother knows because the eldest brother is just like, don't fucking tell anyone else about this. I don't want them to worry about this. And then it, you know. You know, our protag's like, why, why are you fucking telling me? You fucking hate me. And then he's just like, just in case something happens to me, I need you to know what, what the fuck's actually going on. Like, I, I'm so hyped for this arc, dude. This arc is going to be so fucking good. So I'd give this one a solid eight. What about uh, Mashal 46? Seven. When I initially read it, I said out loud, that's a nine from me, Howie, just because it was funny. But, oh, okay. I was just like, why? But I'll probably bump it down to an eight, but it was a really funny chapter. I love the bunnies comment where he's like, all right, I'm going to go take care of these bunnies. And Mash's like, I knew you, you liked, liked bunnies. bunnies. <laughs> like just stupid shit like that, man. Thank you. I was just dealing with some bunnies. I knew you liked bunnies. Yeah, just stupid shit like that, man. I fucking love it so much. Uh, what about Phantom Seer chapter 20? Seven. I agree. I think it's seven. Uh, we're setting up something potentially really cool, so we got that going on. Uh, what about Sakamoto Days, Chapter 8? Eight. eight. Okay. I just really enjoyed Sakamoto Days and just... Th- this whole series is very odd, and it's done very well with just the characters. It fits well in what it's trying to do. Yes. That's good. Maybe it can truly fill the void that Gintama left. I really hope it does because it actually is a lot more serious than Gintama was most of the time because we literally have an entire fight in this chapter where Shin is fighting off a guy who apparently uses poisons of some sort and has messed with Shin. And you know how Shin fights? He throws them onto a superhero stage in the middle of this uh, amusement park they're on, dons a bunny suit, closes his eyes, and reads Sakamoto's thoughts who's directing on, on how to fight. This series is such a fucking meme. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's done so well. Hey, at least it's doing well in in the area that it's trying to succeed in. Am I right? Yes. Um, all right, so before we hop over to the Jump Plus stuff, let's go ahead and hit it now. Let's hit the Elusive Samurai, a brand new series that is now part of Weekly Shonen Jump from the creator of Assassination Classroom. Uh, Josh, you said you couldn't finish it. Zach, you read it. I read it. Um, let's give some thoughts. Josh, why, why couldn't you finish it? Did you just not feeling it? Uh, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I like, personally didn't the feel it really either. Good, Agreed. Yeah, halfway, Agreed. The art is so fucking good. But yeah, halfway through the story, I was like, I don't really care about any of this. It's kind of like how I felt with Undead Unlooked, because I tried to give it a shot, and I was like, I just don't care. I'm going to give it an eh at the moment. I mean, I see, I see potential avenue routes we can go with this, but, I mean, it's the first chapter. And, I mean, it's mostly from what I got from this is setting up characters in some slight uh, setting situation because we have our whole, our character resides in this, some big event happens that uproots them. And also keep in mind, we can feel free to talk about how we want since it is the first chapter. Okay. Yeah. It's only yeah, one yeah since it's the first chapter introduction, if we want to give people a breakdown, let's give it a breakdown. We have our main character who's a small child, only 10 years old. Yeah. He's, living more or less a very uneventful life, just living it up since he's the heir to the Shogunate. And everything's going well. He uh, looks up to a certain character who ends up 
turning traitor and uprooting everything. And the child's known for his biggest thing is being elusive. Yeah, fast as fuck, boy. He can escape. He can escape your hands. He can escape your throws. He can escape your thoughts. It doesn't matter. He'll even escape your love. (laughs) And it just leads to a whole setting up this character, him, the people around him, what they think of him, and just... It's giving me a thing of just where we're going with this. There's the upheaval. He's running away after this up turning of the Shogunat, where people are currently at the beginning is seeing him as just a, another puppet lord to inspire, to be the heir and take the throne after his father, to where he's being played out to be a hero, and I see where it's going to show this initial, his starting point of what people end up seeing him as. He's the heir, the rightful heir to this shogunat when we have this guy who's gone turned traitor who's was admired by people super strong he's respected and everything has thrown the shogunat in upheaval by offing people and trying to take well as far as i'm aware at this point trying to take the throne for himself it hasn't actually i don't think it actually directly said he was taking the throne just he's turned traitor yeah i don't think it's i think i think that's all it said was that he's turned traitor so i mean i see potential in it Curious where it's going to go. It did show a, a couple companions, possibly. Right, right. I, I don't know, man. There was something about it. It just didn't click with me. I'm still going to read out. I yeah. mean, I'll give it I'll give it the three-chapter try, you know, three to five-chapter try, see if, it, see if it does improve. But just for, like, a first chapter, I, I thought it was kind of a letdown a little bit. Um, yeah, but I do see what you're saying where it could potentially have a lot of potential, but Hey, at least it has one thing going for it. And it's like what Josh mentioned, the art, the art's phenomenal. The art is so good. I mean, that art yeah. artist was even good. Cause I don't know. Did either of y'all read assassination classroom? No, no. I mean, the art style was very similar and it was also very good. Yeah. So, I mean, at least it has that going for it, but I mean, I'll, I'll still continue to read it and, uh, I'll, we'll probably go ahead and add it to the weekly lineup for now and see if it gets dropped or not. But I don't know. For yeah. this first I mean, chapter, I'd give it a five for me. I mean, it was it was an eh, like what Zach was saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to read it because I finish it. I'll, I'll try to jump back into it at some point. I just, you know, like like Alex said, it wasn't clicking with me. It wasn't something like a Bone Collection that did click with me instantly or like even Time Paradox. So like, you know, by the end of the first chapter, it kind of clicked with me. Mm-hmm. So I might give it the match. I'll try and I'd not, <laughs> um, not read it out of spite, but, you know, push through it. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least try to push through like, you know, about three chapters, give it a, an actual try, I guess, you know, because the first three chapters yeah. are uh, free to read on the uh, weekly Shonen Jump app. This is not a sponsorship. Um, all right. So let's hop over to our Jump Plus stuff. Kaiju number eight, chapter 20 fucking four. Bruh. This Seven. Is, dude. No, man. This is I, I'm ready. Let's fucking go. Yeah, dude. This is a great chapter. I loved it. It was seven. It was, it was really good. Josh, what would you I'd probably give it? I'd probably give it an eight, just because you know the the chapter was like really fast paced, kind of like I read through it really quickly, like right before we started the show, because I forgot I read it. But it was a really good chapter. I'd probably give it a I'm nine, like, dude. The setup is phenomenal. I I love how quick the setup was too, because I also shout out to the yeah. random color page in the middle of the chapter. That oh was yeah, awesome. man, that random color. Page that was, was that was cool. That was cool. I guess I missed that, or it didn't load properly for me. I yeah. don't remember a color page. It was when was when the actual attack happened. There that that was a color page. Was it? Yeah, yeah, that was a color. Page. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. That was cool. But I mean, dude, just like the setup for it, man, was so fucking cool. Uh, I yeah, love like how, even I love all the realization, the chapter ended. Just like, 
the realizations like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Like something's happening. And actually, was, you know really what? He just scrolled through the chapter on him. Go back, go back. I didn't. I don't think it's color paged for him. I was about to say, yeah, okay. no, mine's not a color page. Let me let me look at this again. Let me, um, let me That's scroll, a big oof. Let me scroll through. It was a color page for me. Yeah, that that's supposed to be a color page. That's a color page in the chapter. Okay, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh, uh, what for for Zach? Apparently, the the color page in the middle of the chapter didn't end up being a color page. So that's kind of disappointing for you. Let me. That's bad. Yeah, let me actually pull it up real quick here. Yeah. yeah. So, Show him the color page. Yeah, did that look legit? Yeah, no, that's actually very good. Yeah, like it just really added to like what was about to happen, you know, it just added that extra feel to it. But I don't know, it's a nine for me, man. I love what we're about to get, uh, what we're about to have go down. Uh, uh, next from there, we have My Hero Academia Vigilantes, uh, chapter ninety five. Um, I'm gonna be honest, guys, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really racking my brain right now, trying to remember. So, I'm not gonna rate it. Just to be fair, I literally have no idea what happened. I don't. I'm not. That's gonna rate fair. It. I, We're gonna I'm, leave it at a Mysterio. Yeah, a Mysterio. I am drawing the biggest blank right now. I, I guess that tells you how much you clicked with me. Wait, it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me, folks. Okay, Honey. it's coming back. And it wasn't a great chapter. It was like a seven, <laughs> seven or six. I'd say six. I think it's a six. I was about to say, you say not a great totally chapter, then you give chapters. it a seven? All right, six. I know. Six. You give it a, still six is really high for just being like, I don't remember it. All right, five, five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. This is how we bully Alex into lowering his ratings. Basically, basically. All right, next up, I have Eden Zero, 127. Great fucking chapter. God, I love how fucking dark this series is, dude. You guys see that screenshot that I sent in our Discord? I was curious about I that. I didn't know what that was from. Well, that was from the previous chapter. I just kind of, that was the end of the previous chapter. I just kind of did a quick little reread on it. But man, it was just so fucking good, man. I saw you post that in Discord. I was like, this looks really rapey. Dude, it, it it's just, really rapey at it's first. just so dark, man. The series is so dark. I love what, I love what they're going with it. Uh, I'd probably give this chapter probably like an eight. Uh, maybe it could possibly edge a nine for a couple different factors, but I would say an eight is probably my best rating for it. It's such a great fucking series. I cannot wait for the anime to come out. Uh, next up, I got Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter this One. This is what I'm excited to hear about. I do want to go on a little I'm rant about really something. Good, good I, things about it. Okay, go on a rant. It was a, it was a bitch for me to get my hands on this. I was curious about that. I wasn't sure where you're going to find it. It was not easy. Okay, it was. This thing is from Weekly Shonen Magazine. It is part of Weekly Shonen Magazine. Okay, it is not like. Fairy Tale 100 Year Quest, where it's kind of doing its own thing, you know, kind of like a Boruto or Naruto, you know, in, in Shonen Jump, where they just do, or, I mean, sorry, Boruto or Dragon Ball Super is what I meant to say. It's it's not like that. Like, this is actually part of the weekly lineup. And when it comes to Weekly Shonen Magazine, not every series is being, you know, released, you know, similarly released, like Eden Zero. Only Eden Zero, Seven Daily Sins was, Attack on Titan does. Um, I think Fire Force does a couple of series, but other than that, it's kind of a hit or miss on what's being released. This is not one, which first off I have questions and apparently a lot of other people do for why it's not being released at the same time. So I had to scour the internet to get my hands on this fucking chapter. It almost didn't make the lineup because I didn't think I, I just read it like literally a few hours ago because I didn't think I was going to make it. Um, so the first thing coming into this, and I guess I missed this at some point. But uh, Tristan and Lancelot are does not appear to be our protagonist. Uh, they will be obviously in the series, which that is very clearly set up. 
they are going to be in the series and key parts of the series as well as Arthur. Uh, but our main character from the, how this first chapter went was is actually uh, Percival. Uh, gets his introduction to the seven seven deadly sins universe as well as uh, his grandfather. Oh fucking rip, Percival! Do you know anything about the like original Arthurian chronicles? Not like I used to. So okay. no, I'm gonna safely say no. Okay, I feel bad for Percival. <laughs> yeah, Percival seems to be our our protagonist. We get introduced to his grandfather, who eats shit. It's first chapter. I'll go ahead and say it. This eat, is why I feel bad for Percival. <laughs> yeah, he eats shit. First chapter. Um, he eats shit. From his father, not, you know, from Percival's dad, comes in, kills his grandfather, almost kills Percival. Uh, Percival sets up to go on a big journey now. So the way this chapter is set up is that Percival was basically living with his grandfather, and Percival low-key really wanted to go on an adventure. He really just wanted to go out and explore the fucking world, but he was he didn't want to leave his grandfather. He didn't, he didn't want to leave his grandfather to be lonely. He wanted to stay with his grandfather. And then comes in, uh, I think the name was Ironside, Ironside comes in, meets Percival. You know, he did, you know, I'm assuming Ironside knows Percival's his son. I'm assuming, but obviously he makes no reference to this at all. You know, he just says that he's looking for so-and-so. Percival says, oh, that's my grandfather's name. He's right over there. He's cooking breakfast probably. Uh, That's when he kind of got a bad vibe, went to go check it out. And Ironside and Percival, uh, I'm not Percival, sorry. Ironside and the grandfather, whose name is uh, Balgris, I believe was his name. I'd have to go back and fact check that. They get into a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a spat, some pretty cool action as you would expect from Seven Deadly Sins. Um, apparently, the, the little bit of a backstory is that uh, Balgris apparently had left um, uh, Camelot. That's King Arthur's, you know, okay, yeah, Camelot. Uh, he had left Camelot in Ironside's argument is that he betrayed Camelot. Balgris obviously has a different argument saying that no, he left for this reason, left for, you know, this, when one sees his betrayal. So when Ironside comes here, he's coming here to basically just kill Balgris. That's his, that's his goal here. And then he also, you know, tries to kill Percival, basically sets it up where it's like, oh, you know, tells Percival, oh yeah, you know, this fucking old man here has just been fucking lying to you this entire time, blah, blah, blah. You know, we get a, we get a little scene right before uh, you know, Balgris is dead. Cause I mean, keep in mind, you know, Ironside leaves cause he thought they were both dead. I mean, we get a very, very clear and very well-drawn shot of Percival just getting fucked, but in some sense he survives, which I'm assuming we'll find out in future chapters, how he survived based on like what kind of powers he has or whatever. Cause I'll tell you in this chapter, we get no indication on what Percival can do. All right. I'll just let me stress that right now. We have no indication other than that. He's just a kid, who does have some strength to him? You know, he's got some. You know, he's got some strength to him. He can do. You know, he can go toe to toe with his grandfather a smidge bit. But other than that, we don't know what he can do. Um, you know, unlike you know the Seven Deadly Sins beginning, it was obviously introduced chapter one that oh Meliodas can do this thing called full counter. You know, we knew what he could do right off the bat. Not so much here. Um, so we get the moment where Percival speaks to his dying grandfather now and explains to it, hey Ironside, your dad. Percival's like, why the fuck would he do this? You know, you know, Balgris then, you know, apologizes for lying to him. Doesn't really even go into full detail for why he left Camelot. Doesn't really, he doesn't supply the information that we need to kind of piece things together for why he is, why we are here where we are and why Pers- why he lied to Percival up to this point. Run, you fool. Basically. <laughs> That's all I can think of while you're describing this. Yes, basically, basically. Um, which does, I think he does say something along those lines to Percival in the chapter. So, yeah. 
Um, you know, w- once once he does die, Percival buries him. He loads up all of his shit and begins to go on the adventure. Yeah, that and that's how the chapter ended was him leaving to begin this journey. Where the journey's taking him, I guess we'll see. Uh, and also, where are we going to see where Tristan and Lancelot comes into play? Honestly, I'm really disappointed that the series is not primarily focused on them. I'm really kind of disappointed that it immediately kind of focuses on Percival. But, I don't know. Percival's going to travel the land, collecting seven great swords. And along the way, he's going to meet each of our sins from the previous chapter and acquire momentum from each of them to become the best that he ever could be and to catch them all. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, I mean, for seven deadly sins, I got to say, I felt like it was a weaker start to this, this sequel. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority saying that. Maybe I didn't fully pay attention to the chapter. I don't know. I mean, I felt like I paid attention to the chapter really well, and I just feel like it didn't fully click with me. I don't know. I, I guess I guess I will also say I, I came into this literally minutes before I actually got my hands on the chapter is when I learned that the chapter was kicking things off with, like, Percival and stuff, which, mind you, this is also just, you know, on me for not, I guess, looking into it. But, I mean, I remember I saw the cover the color pages of the chapter before it came out, you know, where it shows Percival and, you know, Balgris. But when I saw it, I just assumed, I looked at the person, I'm like, oh, I'm assuming that's Tristan or, you know, Lancelot. I didn't pay attention. I just kind of did a quick scroll. I didn't bother to think that, oh, is that a completely different fucking character? You know, because uh, everything that I was under the impression leading up to this is that it was about Tristan. That was going to be our, our, our pro tag. But apparently not. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it was absolutely horrible. I'm not going to sit here and give it a five or anything. I'll probably give it, uh, probably a seven because it's it is seven daily sins universe. So just hearing different, uh, you know, you know, like Ironside talking about King Arthur, talking about you know Bulgars, you know, betraying King Arthur, you know, Camelot and stuff. You know, it's like okay, cool. I'm ready to see where we are going to go with this. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. Feel like it could have been better, but that's also me. Po- you know, probably just going in with different expectations is why it didn't click with me as much. But I'd probably give it a seven. I mean, it was still enjoyable, even though I was kind of confused at times, and. It, didn't supply as much info as I would have liked for like what Percival can do. Why exactly are we here? Where exactly is he going? I mean, lots of questions, but it's it's still enough for me to want to continue the series, at least for now. So yeah, seven, I'll give it a seven. Zach's just giving me a look. I don't know what this look is. I don't don't, don't know what this look is for. I mean, let's carry on. Okay. (laughs) Josh, was that everything that you hoped for? I mean, not really, but... That's fair. I agree, because that's how I felt reading the chapter. (laughs) All right, next up, we have Solo Leveling 137. What would you rate this one? I'd give it a 7. I I, I think 7's a good rating. I could... You know, I'm, I love, like, some really cool, like, good information, so I I might edge it to an 8, but I think 7's probably the best rating for it. Next up, big shout out to this one. Love, love this, love this. Just like we gave a special shout out to One Piece, you know, a few a few weeks ago about chapter one thousand. Big shout out to God of High School hitting chapter five hundred. Shout out to that huge milestone, and man, they delivered five hundred. It was a, a solid chapter. Five hundred was a very good fucking chapter. What would you rate it? I would definitely give it a nine. I think a nine is really good for it. And uh, reading the comments on it, everyone just loved it. Everyone loved it, man. It's like wow, what a great, what a great chapter. It 500. was just. Honestly, a very good chapter, and just going back to sort of the base of just fighting. 
It was yep. a very good overall fight between Maury Jen and Ryok. Getting actually, weirdly enough, a backstory for Ryok in the middle of the fight. True, true. <laughs> and then actually giving us some solid context to whole what Mu Bong is doing fucking versus the fucking bong versus the bullshit we got a couple back of the time fuck chapters. Oh, God, I know, right? Yeah, I think nine's good, man. Shout out to God of High School for reaching chapter 500. What a great fucking series. I love it so much. Uh, what about Unordinary 218? Seven. Um, I'd say six for me, man. This episode was very boring for me. I mean, I give it a higher just because we did get to see that change of disposition from Arlo now for how he sees things now that he's discovered what he has knows now. Yeah, yeah. And just Blake... Blake Blake's just a good boy. Yeah, Blake. <laughs> Blake is a good boy. Yeah, and then giving also context that the principal of the school sees he, potential in Blake. Well, not just that, but he's kind of sus. Involved with one of the groups. Yeah, when I read that, I thought the same thing. I'm like, man, you kind of sus right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't I'm, un- I'm unsure which group he's involved with, but he's involved with one of them. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right, final final rating for the for the episode LC ninety six. What'd you guys think? Nine. Okay. Because. Also shut up the fact I said you guys when you're the only one reading I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I mentioned last week, but in LC's in a real good moment of just, it's been having this whole thing of actually since uh, Jai Wu's revealed his powers, all these people seeing potential in him and all these high ranked powers uh, wanting to bring him as, as a mentor and he's constantly refusing them. And the elder from the ship bag group has... Uh, offered to be his mentor and he's refused and him being a shitbag decided, well, if I can't be your mentor, nobody can. And starts to try and kill uh, Jai Wu. Like he straight up has Jai Wu in a gravitational field and is twisting and turning him and more or less making a gravitational field where he turns into a little ball and kills him. And it sort of shows how much a shitball the principal is too because people bust in when it's sort of sus why they're not allowed to go into their gym because this guy wants to talk to Jai Wu. And they bust in and him um, torturing Jai Wu pretty much and him coming up with a bullshit reason of he's a spy, so I'm dealing with him. And no one wants to do shit because he's a elder for this group and pulls back. Principal shows up. He could do something, but he decides, Jai Wu, I can't do anything because I'm the principal. But if you'll accept being my pupil, I can step in as a teacher and more or less leave him. You can either die or be my student. Principal's a shitbag too. No, another shitbag. And this all leads to them torturing him and just watching this. And Caden finally going, fuck this. Literally thunderbolts through the building, revealing himself in his human form and being like, Jai Wu, this is how you deal with some people who are against you. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an epic ending. It is. It is fucking hype for the next chapters because we actually get to see Caden in human form for the first time in a while. Yeah, that sounds like, like from the little I know of LC, that sounds like a really epic ending to a chapter. All right, well, that's the show. Uh, Josh, Zach, do you guys have any things that you want to throw in before we uh, hit the music and we get our we get ourselves out of here? No, I'm good. Please, once again, I'm going to say it. If whatever platform you're listening, please comment, rate, like, give us anything. It does help. It does help. We do like hearing that stuff because we also want, we just like, if, you, if there's stuff that you guys want us to check out, we want to know that. Like, we, we don't mind checking it out. You know, we have our own agenda here trying to find, like, the next big hit and stuff like that, but... We definitely want to know if there's anything that you guys want to check out. But, hey, yo, I appreciate you guys for checking out this episode. If you made it all the way to the end, we had a lot of stuff to talk about today. But until next time, guys, hope you have an absolutely phenomenal, positively super amazing, incredible day. Bye. Later. Later.